Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome in to an all-new edition of Hashtag Not Committed on this, the Talk of Champions podcast network on December 12th, 2023. I'm Ben Garrett at Spirit Ben on Twitter. He's Zach Berry at Zach underscore Berry. We both write for the Old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate on three. And right now, if you sign up for the Old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate on three, you can get a sub for as low as $1, $1. And there's never been a better time to take advantage of that $1 deal than right now. Because as Zach and I are about to detail, things are happening for Ole Miss football in the NCAA transfer portal. Um, A haul, a recruiting run, the likes of which we have never seen before, maybe rivaled only by 2013, Hugh Freeze's high school class. This is different. This is the portal, and Ole Miss is cleaning up. Got visitors on campus today. We're on commitment watch for at least two prospects that I know of, and we'll ask Zach about other possibilities as well. But Zach, my friend. It's frantic out there. How you doing? Good, man. It was a uh, it's a wild ride yesterday. Uh, it turned out to uh, be not so uh, laid back Monday uh, as I was looking to do some housekeeping, uh, kind of prepare for the week as uh, I anticipate Ole Miss will have another big group coming in this weekend of portal guys. And, uh, man, started popping off left and right. Ole Miss landed a commitment. Uh probably around 5.30-ish, mm-hmm. memory serves. Uh, they land Indiana safety, Louis Moore, uh, which, well, it could be Lewis. Uh, Lewis Moore, Louis Moore, uh, he was a safety at Indiana, played a lot of football, uh, very versatile guy, uh, just kind of doing some digging over at the Indiana website, which can we shout out, Ben, can we shout out the media relations people that don't scrub bios when they get in the portal? Because that's great. That helps us out. Yeah. Because when you go to a to a school's website and you get the four oh four, yeah, you're ah, uh, it's just see it's, which I don't get because it's still a part of your history and I mean I don't. And they could always come you, back. They could always come back and even just more archive that, it. It just seems petty because again, it's still a part of that player's yeah. particular story. Yeah. But Ole Miss, <laughs> yeah, 
Ole Miss has landed commitments recently, and I'm going to run through all of them because I'm looking at the transfer portal hot list from three. Three but, for three. Um, three for three. Lewis Moore from Indiana, the safety that he that Zach mentioned, and he's a player that, quite frankly, we all let fly under the radar. We did not know it was coming into town. At least I didn't. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but I know that he when he committed, that's the first I'd heard of him as a possibility for Ole Miss. So that's going to happen. That's just the chaotic nature of the transfer portal. But Princely, human. Human Milene. Do okay, we hold say on. It? I look. Hold on. I looked it up. Okay. I was talking with Pete Nakos last night. Okay. And I found the pronunciation per the game notes from Florida, which perfect. Nicholas Carr, our good buddy from Hit That Line, found it for me. It Attaboy. is Uman Mielen. Uman Mielen. So Princely Uman Mielen is in town Mielen. right now. And he is one of the two that I was told Ole Miss is on commitment watch potentially for. The other one, Jerquan Scott, the offensive tackle from Southern Miss, who visited a couple of weeks ago. But we're going to go through the transfer hot list. We're going to update where things are. But, Zach, to start with you first, um, what do you think about the news, just everything that's kind of happened over a chaotic couple of uh, yeah. couple of days now? Yeah, I, so Lewis Moore, I had heard his name a week, two weeks ago. And kind of figured out, you know, okay, he's from Indiana. But I didn't really do a ton of research. Uh, as you know, we got to keep the bandwidth pretty free. And uh, I didn't want to get too deep into the weeds on kind of who the prospect was without knowing he was a, a real target or a real uh, name of interest. But, yeah, snuck him into town. We didn't see him on Sunday. And uh, almost landed a commitment from him. So, uh, kudos to the Ole Miss staff for being stealth. Um, you know, they've, uh, they've been known to do this, Ben, as, uh, they it doesn't did, uh, happen that it's hard to do in 2023 to it, dude, it is. a surprise. And that was a surprise. Not, like, again, I hadn't heard it. Uh, you say you heard it. That's great. Because honestly, when I saw his name, I was like, wait a second, who is this? This wasn't Key Lawrence. This wasn't Andrew Mukuba from Clemson. You know, this was a guy that Mukuba was originally not yeah. on our hot list. He is now. He's committed. Um, Ole Miss has three commitments now in the portal. Chris Paul Pooh Jr. from Arkansas, the linebacker who we talked to. Both Zach and I were there at the Manning Center on Sunday as Ole Miss was wrapping up its second big recruiting visit weekend so far. The one coming up this weekend is supposed to be even bigger, I've heard. So we're going to have more coverage this weekend. But we, the first person we saw – as we were making our rounds there at the Manning Center, was Chris Paul. And Hard to miss I, him. We could not have been more impressed, both with how he looks physically, the need he addresses, but also what a good dude, man. I mean, just the uh, – just, just, just genuine. And, look, if you're looking for intangibles, Ben, I mean, just gritty and tough to stand out there in the wind and the cold – to uh, do an interview with us. Um, yeah, it seemed extremely excited about the opportunity to play at Ole Miss. Uh, you know, he he told us, you know, hey, he's got some familiarity, obviously knows who Lane Kiffin is, knows who Ole Miss is playing against them, but never had a chance to really do anything in Oxford, obviously, because the times that he was in Oxford, he was playing for Arkansas, but uh, they prioritized him and in the portal. Pete Golding, Lane Kiffin, they got him to campus, took him on a visit, said his mom – just lit up as soon as she got to Oxford. And he said that was kind of when he knew that it was the right move for him when he saw her eyes kind of light up, just hearing the coaches talk, seeing the facilities, seeing the stadium, seeing the town, 
being around the people in Oxford. I, I tell you what, Ben, a lot of people are involved in recruiting. Um, I, we saw that firsthand with the recruiting staff that Ole Miss has and the work that they do. I mean, the whole time we were standing out there waiting on guys to come out and talk to them. I mean, there are people left and right working diligently to uh, keep those visit weekends a well-oiled machine. But we talk a lot about the Grove Collective. We talk a lot about the work that Walker Jones and those people have done, and for good reason. We got to give a shout-out to the people of Oxford. How many times have we talked to, to recruits and to poor guys when they have shout out the people in Oxford and just how welcoming and how genuine they are and how – I know it's cliche, and I know that everybody laughs at the what well, felt like home quote. But honestly, man, like the town of Oxford it, it is a huge selling point for Lane Kiffin in this program, and 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 Pooh Paul said that. But yeah, um, extremely impressive. He he knows what's at stake for twenty twenty four. You can kind of sense that from talking to the high school guys too. They know that the schedule sets up nicely. Got everybody coming back. I mean, yesterday you had Micah Pettis, you had Trey Harris. I mean, the offense is is basically. Outside of Dayton Wade, maybe a lineman or two. It's basically all back. I mean, this is I'm where a, I, this is where I'm at with everything. The returning guys and even the recruiting, the portal exploits. And again, we're going to go through position by position. I thought a good podcast topic, since so much is happening right now, would be a position by position walkthrough of Ole Miss's targets in the NCAA transfer portal. So we're going to do that. But you touched on the returning guys, and it's such a big, important. Um, note to make first Jackson Dart hasn't officially announced that he's coming back but he's going to come back so when you consider that you got your quarterback coming back yeah. your top two wide receivers in Jordan Watkins and Trey Harris your number one tight end and Caden Priestcorn Micah Pettis your starting right tackle I think they're going to get a commitment from Jerquan Scott the Southern Miss tackle Jaden Williams as far as we know is coming back he's been dealing with injuries but you're you keep going through the roster this way and even on defense as well you keep going through the roster this way and you very easily can see why those comments that you hear constantly uh, from every one of those kids, not just the transfers either. You're hearing it from Cam Franklin and Jeffrey Rush. We, we really feel like we can compete with for a national championship as early as next year. And for the longest time, that used to be, if you're an Ole Miss fan, a pipe dream. Uh, the working towards getting to the point of, oh, could you realistically contend for a national championship? Yes, now you can. This is it. This is what you've been waiting for. Um, everything operationally for Ole Miss football is rolling along in a manner that has never been, I think, more cohesive or better across the board than right now. Recruiting, on-field results, um, staffing stuff, everything you can come up with, Ole Miss is in the best position it's ever been in in all of those areas pulling together. So if you were maybe on the fence, about giving to the Grove Collective or doing your part. and may, Or maybe you you wanted to do your part, but you just didn't know, okay, do I really do it? What, what am I getting out of this? What we're talking about here, with the prospects they're in on, with the transfers they're in on, with the 10 wins, two 10-win seasons in the last four, only time Ole Miss has ever done that twice in its history is under Lane Kiffin, an expanded 12-team playoff coming next year. Ole Miss would be in that 12-team playoff this year. They're 10 and 2, they're number 11 team in the country. They'd be readying to play whoever to get then Georgia probably in the next round or something. Um, this is, or, or maybe they would be getting Georgia in the first round. Point is, these are the good days. These are the days you've been waiting for. These are the days where you hope that Ole Miss would get to a place of true contention. They are there now because 
if you look at the portal hall by itself, Ole Miss is cleaning up. Trey Harris was a little bit of a surprise to me. He wasn't to some others on the beat. I know Chuck said that he'd heard that he was turning toward returning. Everything I'd heard about Trey, he was it was just going to be impossible for him to turn down the NFL draft because he was going to be a top three-round guy. You get him back. Everybody else, not so much a surprise. Micah Pettis, Jordan Watkins, Jackson Dart eventually. Caden Priestcorn even. We've been talking about on this podcast specifically that Caden Priestcorn was coming back. Um, so we, we've been talking yeah. about some of this stuff, but the Trey Harris is a surprise. Uh, Princely being, I think, on commitment watch, being in town right now on official visit, the Florida transfer edge, one of the biggest positions of need for Ole Miss. Cedric Johnson is gone. Jared Ivey might be coming back. Um, when you start to put all the pieces together and consider what they're adding to, this is championship caliber moves being made. Ole Miss expects to compete for a national championship and expand the playoff next year, and they're making the moves, you know, to justify that belief. Yeah, I think, sure, if a guy is a, you know, nobody's guaranteed, but, you know, a surefire one to two, maybe a third-round grade, they're going to go. It's generational wealth. It's a lot of money. It's a great opportunity. It's what you work for your whole life. But when you're not a surefire guy or a guaranteed guy, and the potential of what could happen in 2024 for Ole Miss is there for the taking – I mean, I, I said this on a show last week about opt-outs for the bowl game. I think this roster with how it's it's much older, it's experienced, it's a lot of guys that have bought in to the message and bought into the pro mindset of playing for Lane Kiffin, and, and they have a chance to win 11 games for the first time ever. And I think all the – well, not all. There might be some opt-outs, but I think for the most part – the 22 starters and, you know, guys in the two deep that, that that play a lot of snaps, they want to be a part of history. They want to win 11 games. And I think that that's helping them convince guys to come back for another year. Sure, the Grove Collective helps out. The money, the NIL deals, that helps out. That That's, that's a huge part of it. But also the opportunity to take Ole Miss to this rarefied air that it's, I mean, look, like as, as my boy Ryan Nanny would say, you know, I'm on the ceiling, brother. Like, it's it's about to break through. Like, this is like I was on a show last week talking with uh my buddy Chris uh, Chris Mitchell of a Spurs Up show. He asked me, he was like, "Is this like the golden era of Ole Miss football right now?" I think it is. I know Johnny Vaught had all the SEC titles and the if national they, championships. If they finish the job and if they actually yeah. pull it off, if they win a national championship, which again, well, obviously, yeah, but. If they that, that that's the only thing that is holding it up as far as comparison's sake, because the results otherwise are unprecedented, both in recruiting and on field. Again, they had never won ten games in a regular season until Lane Kiffin showed up, and they've now done it twice. If they but, beat Penn State in the Peach Bowl, they will have their first ever eleven yeah, win yeah. season. So already it rivals it just simply because. But the trump card is national championship, and the fact that yeah. we are realistically talking about that on December twelfth, two thousand and twenty-three, in regards to Ole Miss football. It's a remarkable achievement unto itself. And sure. we got to get to every single one of these these kids. And, but, and I'm not going to go but real quick. transfer. Okay. Just just the – we, we've said this a lot. I think the – once Ole Miss fans can get to that point in their fan base where they are perfectly content with being the third team in the SEC, I think that's when people realize, like, oh, shit, like this, this is like a new era. Yeah. Because, look, you look at the last three years, most wins in SEC – 
You've got Georgia, you got Alabama, you got Ole Miss. And the tax bracket, the gap is wide. I don't know when they'll close it, if they will, but that's as an Ole Miss fan. Yeah. It's the best that, it's ever been. That, that's great. So yeah, just enjoy it. Realistically, a national championship contender right now, the number three team. Oh. Uh, easily with the expanded no, playoff, absolutely. Easily the number three team in the SEC, just not just from a results standpoint either, but I think operationally, everybody pulling in the same direction. And again, Ole Miss fan, you can do your part by going to the Grove Collective and helping out and giving. Uh, and and it doesn't have to be a lot of money. Say like, you know what? I'm going to skip going to eat lunch at Obie's today. No, we love Obie's, but like I'm going to I'm going to take that twenty bucks and send it to the Grove Collective and go eat a ham sandwich at home. That's okay. I mean, that's every little bit helps. I think the fact that everybody is kind of pulling in the direction of, oh, this is the time, is really encouraging if you're an old Miss fan. All right, so we're going to go position by position. And I'm not going to go over every transfer that we have on the hot list on the old Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and affiliate on three, but I'm going to go through the most pressing prospects, and we're going to get Zach's attack, Zach's brief rundown of each one of these players. You ready? Let's do it. Quarterback. The only quarterback they're recruiting, not a transfer, a high school in-state prospect for 2024, Oak Grove three-star in Texas A&M commit A.J. Maddox. Where does Ole Miss stand with him? I think they flip him. I do, too. Uh, put a pick in. Um, I think the combination of just the complete blitzkrieg of recruiting after his senior season that was just unreal and then winning the state championship Ole Miss coaches were there in attendance to see him do that um I think they have his attention and more and then you've got the family connections with Pete Golding AJ's dad Anthony Maddox played with Pete at Delta State but I mean all that aside he threw for over 3,300 yards and 43 touchdowns as a senior ran for 515 national uh or excuse me state title game mvp i mean he proved it in front of charlie weiss and lane kiffin and it, it didn't take long for them to extend an offer and to push for an official visit came on the visit had a great time uh he's saying all the right things i think uh after this week at mississippi alabama all-star practices and the game i think he's going to make a decision i think he flips the missile game is this week the the prospects are already down in hattiesburg getting ready and practicing um, we talked to most of these kids uh, when they were on, on campus at Ole Miss this weekend, Jeffrey Rush and Narell and mm-hmm. Pre- Preston Broomfield, Cam Franklin. So I, I don't know if we're going to do another interview from the Miss Al game, but that's what's happening this week with high schoolers. And a high schooler, Anthony Maddox, is really the only quarterback we kind of expect Ole Miss to take in this class. And this is not something that should be new to you if you've been listening because that's part of why Ole Miss has been so successful so far in his portal pursuits because the big-ticket items – that some schools are having to chase like a quarterback in that crazy quarterback market right now. Ole Miss is out of that market and it can focus its resources and its energy and time to where it really needs to address to push and be a playoff contender. Not that they weren't already, but now they're reinforcing the roster. And I think AJ Maddox comes in and and really fills out a room that's Jackson Dart, Walker Howard, um, Simmons, and then Maddox. Right. And that's a pretty strong group. They're not going for a transfer quarterback. Running back, uh, Kiwan Lacey, he's making his decision on December 14th, and it's going to be Ole Miss or Alabama. Right now, it's the trend is Ole Miss. It's Ole Miss. And if you're talking – I mean, this is 
account, at least from the sources I've talked to, I'm curious what Ole Miss sources have said to you, but the people I've talked to, uh, they liking him, liking him to an impact potentially as good as Quinshawn. I mean, not to say that Quinshawn was record-breaking. He set a single-season Ole Miss record, but as far as running style and being able to yeah. contribute to winning, the freshman at Ole Miss under Lane Kiffin, it isn't a huge or great track record. However, Quinshawn is – the outlier, yeah, he did the thing. And so you listen when a when an Ole Miss staffer or just Ole Miss source in general says to you, hey, Keywan Lacey's a guy that he'll come in and him and Quinshawn will pair up one, two, and, and start running over folks. So Keywan Lacey in two days, we expect to be Ole Miss. Do you think that'll be it for running back for Ole Miss in this class? High school and transfer. I think so. You still got Keijah Criscano on the roster. They love him. Uh, the Riscano lacey Two-headed monster in the future is going to be a lot of fun to watch. Um, yeah, Alabama wanted Lacey bad, brought him in for an official visit, pushed for a commitment, didn't get it. And then I, I just think Lane Kiffin, Kevin Smith, and Kelvin Bolden showing up at his last high school game, being there for that. And just the, the consistency. I mean, they kept the relationship going throughout the summer despite the commitment to Nebraska. Um Talking with Ole Miss sources and, and people around the program, uh, he seemed like it, it was always, I wouldn't say inevitable for a flip or to end up getting him, but just the the effort and just the legwork that was put in for Q and Lacey uh, is what ultimately made it happen. Uh, I, I think Alabama scared people a little bit just because it's Nick Saban and for good reason, as you can see, you know, see Caleb Odom. Um, but yeah, I think that the work that Kevin Smith did uh, throughout the summer was key here. And yeah, I, I expect him. I don't know if he'll be a day one guy. It's hard to be a day one guy in the SEC at running back. Uh, you mentioned Quinshawn. When you're in the same conversation as Herschel Walker with your stats in the first two years, it's pretty impressive. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I, I think they, they love Lacey's game. They think he's incredibly versatile, a lot like Riscano can really tote it between the tackles, but can also get out and catch and, and make you miss in space. So that's a big one. I expect him to announce for Ole Miss on Thursday. And Ulysses Bentley is poised to return as well. So Could be, yeah. You know, you look at the quarterback room and the running back room, even when you're not attacking it through the transfer portal, look at the strength of it, and then you I'll go to wide receiver. I'm sorry? Well, I was going to say real quick, I think Bentley's like the perfect like poster child of like what Ole Miss wants in the portal. They mm -hmm. Sure, you want the – the Prince Leuven Ellens and, and, you know, the, the Walter Nolans, but Bentley, a guy who could go somewhere else, but just bought in, knows his role, doesn't complain. It's gets really out there with that role. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, he, when he was healthy, you know, last year banged up the wrist and all that, he, he was not effective because he couldn't catch, couldn't really hold the handoff or hold the football this year when he was healthy. I mean, he was electric mm -hmm. I mean, he was a game changer for Ole Miss. So yeah, he, He's a, a perfect example of what they're trying to pitch to guys like, hey, come here. You're going to get your touches. You're going to be a part of, of this offense, this defense, and you're going to be you know something special for Ole Miss building forward. Even without an expanded role, even if he just does exactly what he did this year, next year, Ulysses Bentley will get his shot in the NFL. I oh, mean, yeah. the value, it's obvious. Wide receiver, this is, this is where you could really see the transfer impact. Jordan Watkins is coming back. He's supposed to be coming on this podcast here soon, so we'll, we'll hope that works out. But you're talking about everybody but Dayton Wade. And if I told you that at the end of the year, one, you probably said I was crazy. But two, 
you'd have taken it and signed up. Then then you could yeah. have had potentially Juice Wells, South Carolina transfer. Now he's considered and, and if you said that Dayton was gone and people were like, damn it. Because yeah. he was a he was a huge part of the offense. Huge. Huge. And losing him is a big deal. But Juice Wells, the transfer from South Carolina that everybody wants, hearing it's Ole Miss, Oregon, and Texas. We both saw him there at, at the Manning Center on Sunday. However, he declined to comment, which cool. Hey, do what you got to do, man. But he was going up to the south end zone, uh, about to finish up you his You want to talk about tough. Yeah. Just a t-shirt on. Yeah. No jacket. Freezing cold. I was wearing shorts <laughs> and you thought I was about to die. Um, Juice Wells, I, I think that ultimately is going to end up being an Ole Miss win. Um, they're in on Raylan Sharp, the Missouri State wide receiver, Raymond Cottrell from Texas A&M, Will Shepard from Vandy, Chris Brazell from Tulane, Jamori Macklin from North Texas. But before they move or decide to move or really decide – No, Cottrell's to... off. Okay. Where do you go? He committed, he committed to Kentucky. I didn't know that. See, this stuff is going fast and furious right now. So, we got to <laughs> remove him from the hot list. But Will Shepard and Chris Brown, I didn't even hear Cottrell's name. I mean, that's one that Zach put on the, on the hot was, list. I was like, it was super early. Ole Miss reached out early and never got a visit. Um, but Jamori Macklin's on the list, though. Yeah. Jamori Macklin, early on, they really, really wanted him everything, from everything sourcing-wise. We uh, but I, I think they want to – First and foremost, get juice in the boat. If they get juice in the boat, which I think they ultimately will, after that it's just, you know, best available, whatever you want to get. You you can kind of, you know, you have the benefit of choosing, being choosy and doing whatever you want to do there because really you've addressed everything. So outside of that, outside of Juice Wells, let's put it this way. Outside of Juice Wells, do you think there's another transfer wide receiver with a lot of momentum for Ole Miss right now? Uh, that's a good question because I was talking with somebody earlier today, uh, my old colleague over at uh, SB Nation. The way Kiffin operates with wide receivers in this offense, typically you're looking at three to four, getting a ton of reps, a ton of snaps. Um, so with Watkins, Harris, and they've got Aiden Williams coming back, Caden Lee. If you add a Juice Wells, I think that they could possibly be done. You got Deion Smith committed, huge, number one Juco prospect. I think he's a day one guy. So that right there is a loaded wide receiver room. I think they could finish with Juice Wells. You know, whatever the, you know, allotted resources are for each position room, they could go heavy into Juice Wells and try to just get it done. I know he's hinted at wanting to take more visits. Almost would rather him not and get it done, if you get a Juice Wells, I mean, that is – I mean, dude. I still think they would try to get another one. I don't know who who would necessarily be. They could. Be Will Shepard or Chris Brazell is who I would guess one of those yeah, two. Yeah, not, not saying they won't. Shepard is being pretty coy. He's not talking a lot. Uh, Chris Brazell is at Tennessee this uh, this week. Um, and I've actually heard he could pop there this weekend, so that it, might be one that comes off the board. By the end yeah, of the week. it's either this it's either this week or this weekend, but he's going he's going to Tennessee or he's at Tennessee. But um, yeah, I'm not saying they couldn't add to, uh, but I, I think with Juice Wells into the fold, that would give you, I mean, Trey Harris, Jordan Watkins, Juice Wells, Good Deion Lord. Smith, and then the two youngsters. I, I mean, it's insane. I mean, it was multiple years here, and they couldn't get on the field, so. But just because yeah. they didn't have success doesn't mean I'm writing off an Aiden Williams who was no. the talk of the preseason, and it wasn't just us asking about him. It was Lane voluntarily bringing him up. So don't forget about that, too. The fact that 
Aiden will have absolutely zero pressure. Just go out there and do your thing. Be good at football as best you can at football every single day while Trey and Jordan Watkins mm -hmm. and Deion Smith and on and on and on do their thing. You know, um, it, it the room, even with departures and even with it being so transfer heavy, would be the best compilation of talent there that Ole Miss has possibly yeah. ever had. The car buying process can be a lot. I know, I've been there. You just want to get in and out with a new car and the best deal. Simple. Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford keeps it simple. They're going to take care of you, get you in and out with your new vehicle with a great deal. Their inventory right now is priced to sell, and what separates Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford from any and all competitors is they aim to address each of your needs with the utmost respect, care, and attention to detail. Contact them today at 662-234-8000. That's 662-234-8000. Stop by and see them in person at 2201 East University Avenue in Oxford. That's Alan Samuels Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Oxford to find your next perfect car, truck, or Jeep. Alan Samuels, let's be friends. Introducing the new and improved BNA Bank mobile app. From setting transaction alerts and tracking your spending habits to managing travel plans and turning off a lost or stolen debit card, you can take care of all of it in the new BNA mobile app. At BNA Bank, we know that life moves pretty fast, and we have the mobile technology to keep up with your life on the go. BNA Bank, local, invested, modern banking. The signs of summer are here. Freshly mowed grass, days in the water at the ballpark, and all the rest on the golf course. Well, that's how we do it over here at Oxford and Ole Miss anyway. And PXG Golf Apparel is here to make sure you're locked and loaded for round after round at University Course or Oxford Country Club. PXG has taken its mission to create the most high-quality, high-performance golf clubs in the game to their new line of apparel as well. With PXG Apparel, there's something for everyone. From pants, polos, and sweaters to hats, joggers, and skirts. You'll usually find me with a hat on my head, and PXG has nailed the fitted breathable, and my navy goes with pretty much anything. So don't wait another second. Elevate your style game on and off the course with the PXG Spring Summer 2024 Collection. Head over to pxg.com TOC and use promo code TOC for Talk of Champions at checkout to save 10% on all apparel. That's pxg.com TOC, code TOC for Talk of Champions to save 10% on apparel. PXG, a proud sponsor of the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. The sun's a shining in Oxford, Mississippi. Cookouts in the Grove, beer showers. It's just the very best time for an Ole Miss Rebel to get out and get going. Carry front door peace of mind with you everywhere you go with Ufi Video Lock. Never has home security been so easy. Ufi Video Lock, an all-in-one security device for your front door, allows you to keep an eye on everything back home. And it's so easy. Installation requires only a screwdriver, so ditch those house keys forever and give Eufy Video Lock a try today. There's no monthly fee, and Eufy Video Lock has customer support on standby 247 to help you with any and all home security needs. Go ahead, have your home as fun in the sun with the assurance your home is in good hands with Eufy Video Lock. Eufy Video Lock's built-in camera can tell you who's at your front door from the comfort of your poolside chair. So search Eufy Video Lock today. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. That's Eufy Video Lock, a proud sponsor of this, the Talk of Champions Podcast Network.
It's concert season, and concert season is all about the boots. Already, Oxford and Ole Miss have seen Morgan Wallen light it up at Vaught-Hemingway Stadium. Ole Miss football star and Talk of Champions podcaster Jared Ivey bemoaned how his boots were lacking. He should have gone with Tecovis, the only stop for the Ole Miss fan and the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings for the spring and summer, including timeless, always-on-trend styles in men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. Stop by your local Tacova store and have a complimentary drink or two on the house while you shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and a friendly staff are at your service, and many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots as well as free returns and exchanges and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. They're just getting the best players. And the fact it's that... All they, Kiffin does. Yeah, they don't care about who they are or what they Get play. It's just... Well, I think what Get we, them to we the read, SIP and figure it out. We read too much into it, I think, last offseason when he signed two quarterbacks. Now, early on in the last offseason, I'd heard that essentially he just wanted to bring in some competition, the Jackson Dart. He didn't know if Jackson was his guy or not, blah, 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 blah. And this was well-sourced, too. Jackson dominated that competition, all right? <laughs> but the bottom line is Lane did pay a hefty sum for the most expensive and costly insurance policy for Jackson Dart in all of college football. And if you consider what they committed to Walker Howard as well, a lot of money went to securing that position. But the benefit of that is all of that otherwise, I mean, money that otherwise you would have spent on that kind of stuff. Last, like it was all quarterbacks last year. What have we been seeing almost spend his money on this year? just getting the best possible players to fortify a, ro- a roster that is a playoff contender. And they continue to do that, including with at tight end. Like, they don't have a need at tight end for, like, a plug-and-play starter. Last offseason, they did, and Caden Prescorn was that guy. Caden Prescorn coming back this year on a pay bump in NIL allows them to go shopping for depth because they have lost some talent to the portal, Kyron Heath, Javante Connor. Now, both of them were a little used, but they did play some, and Hudson Wolf has injury concerns. So, Daquan, I'm sure I got the name right. Yeah, Daquan Wright from Virginia Tech. He's coming in this weekend, and I said Ole Miss was on commit watch for two. I'm going to say now three with Daquan Wright. I think that one is down the road. Now, you know, he, he could end up we, – we thought Juice would have been committed by – what's today, Tuesday? I thought Juice would be committed by now, honestly, and he's not. So, anything can happen, but right now – Ole Miss is heavily trending for Daquan Wright, the Virginia Tech tight end. Now, the offensive line is where it gets interesting to me. We've already touched on Jerquan Scott. I think that could pop in the next day or so. But after that, Davion Carter, when he got in, there's a little noise mm, from Memphis, the interior offensive lineman. Not so much now. Fernando Carmona, San Jose State tackle. I reached out to him immediately. Hadn't heard back um, in a little bit from him. Th- there seemed to be an initial I think he's burst. going to Auburn this week. Yeah, I think there was an initial burst there but I don't sense as much pressing right now. Carter Smith, the Indiana tackle, well, he was in town over the weekend. Now, all I was told was that he didn't want to talk and he was going to go to Florida State before making a final decision. I wonder, and there is one left on the hot list at least, and there are more probably. We don't know everybody. We admit that. But Chase Bazantis from Texas A&M, I don't think that's happening for Ole Miss. Now, Ole Miss has offered him. He's one of the, one of the many oh. schools. 30 schools. Everybody's reached out to him. But Carter Smith and Jerquan Scott, I think that's what we're focused on right now as far as potential movement 
in the near term for Ole Miss on the offensive line. I'm curious, though, if Carter Smith does pop and they do secure Jerquan Scott, they that might become a back burner issue for a little while. Maybe they just wait a little yeah. bit. You know what I mean? They can, I think – Yeah. Yeah, so I was talking with some national guys um, yesterday, and a lot of people are saying, like, hey, the, the portal is going to continue to turn. It's going to be more waves, but – uh, one guy in particular was saying he thinks a lot of offensive linemen are going to get in. Um, so I think Jerquan Scott and Carter Smith, they could be done and move on to defensive linemen or an extra wide receiver. Or if there's a can't miss guy that they really like that pops in, they might try to get a third. But yeah, I think Jerquan Scott commits to Ole Miss today. Um, if you If you pin me down, I'd say today. Uh, I think Ole Miss did enough to get him from Auburn, uh, which it was all Auburn. I, I was literally doing Rebel Yellow Hotline last night, said it was Auburn. I expected him to commit to Auburn and then got a couple text messages and literally changed on the show live. Like, oh, wait a minute, hold on. But, um, yeah, if Ole Miss can hold off Florida State for Carter Smith, I mean, that, in, in my opinion, you can put him at left tackle. Michael Pettis can move over to right. You got some – or he could slide inside the guard. Well, Mike, Mike, already, Mike, has right never played, Mike has never played left. He's always played right. But uh, your point stands. It's but They're going to have a ton of position uh, versatility. Yeah, so I think those two would almost shore up the needs at offensive line. Um, now we'll see. Because, again, if there's another wave, and like I said, they, they like a dude, they might go all in on somebody to try to get a third. But, yeah, I think you you nailed it. They could, you know, quote unquote, be done at offensive line with those For two. The foreseeable Cause, future, at least. yeah, because they really like them and they think they're plug and play guys. The defensive line is filled with names. I'm not going to go over all the ones on the hot list. If you want to see the full hot list, the transfer portal hot list, go to the Ole Miss Spirit, OmSpirit.com, and Philly One Three. If you sign up today. You can get a sub for the very low price of a dollar, just one dollar. And me and Zach are hanging around talking Ole Miss recruiting all day, every day at the Ole Miss Spirit. Bradley South, former Ole Miss offensive lineman, he hangs out there too. Ben Mintz has been hanging out there lately. <laughs> it's just, you know, it, this is the time, man. If you want to just come hang out and talk about crazy recruiting stuff all the time, if that's your, if that's the itch that needs to be scratched, there's no better place to be right now than the Ole Miss Spirit. OmSpirit.com. I'm not going to go through every single name on the defensive line. I'm going to go over the couple of guys that we know for sure have not only been offered, but um, Ole Miss is really pushing for Marley Cook, the MTSU defensive lineman. Ole Miss has offered. What do you think is the latest with him? He gone. He gone. All right. Top three of Miami, Baylor, and Ohio State. All right, we got our um, from the hot list. I already did that. Good for you. I got you. Yeah, he Ole Miss. Ole Miss offered him early. He kind of blew up. Uh, they didn't really push too hard. And I think once Larry Johnson went to see him in Texas, I believe that the Buckeyes are in a good spot. Miami, not to don't forget about Miami, but, um, but yeah, he's, he's off. Samuel Okunlola from Pittsburgh. Uh, he is starting to get some, some big names. Uh, Ole Miss recruited him out of high school, uh, previous defensive staff, but they still liked him, offered him again. I don't sense any movement there, barring uh, misses on some bigger names, which we'll get to in a minute, but nothing right now for him. Princely, Yuma Milan. I think he's going to be an Ole Miss Rebel. I do too. He did well, the. Uh, I'm going to butcher his name. I'm going to go ahead and apologize to him in advance. 
Prince, man, I, I'm going to butcher your name. I'm going to do my best, man. I can't, I still can't pronounce Sonny P's full name. And I've been right, say it, say it with me. All right. Umami Ellen. Umami Ellen. There it is. Princely Umami Ellen. I can't wait to hear David Kellum and uh, Glenn Waddle say it. Oh, they're pros, man. They're they're always good at the pronunciations. <laughs> they are. Uh, yeah, I expect him to. Princely Umami Ellen. Be an Ole Miss Rebel. Tweeted a shark gif last night. Deleted it. Um, I hate but that yeah. stuff. Oh, I hate it so much. But it, in this day and age, with that's one thing that was funny yesterday, is somebody goes, I was eating lunch, and uh, some friends of mine pulled up, and we were talking. Of course, they asked me about Ole Miss recruiting stuff. And one thing they go, they go, I think it was right when the Trey, uh, Trey Harris stuff was was breaking. And I'd heard that it was happening. I was like, hey, you know, I think Trey might be coming back, you know. And what, what, no. And then it happens. Well, why didn't you report that? Man, this day and age, bro, I mean, we can only tell you so much. Like, they control a lot of what they say and what they do and the movements that are made. We can only we can only lead you to the water, man. You know what I mean? Like, that's all we can do here. So, uh, we're telling you, as of today, Princely appears to be poised to pull the trigger and become an Ole Miss Rebel. But again, like with Juice Wells or anybody, Carter Smith, it could change, but that's where it is right now. Same thing with Walter Nolan, Texas A&M transfer defensive tackle, went to Oregon yeah. this weekend, but I have not changed my tune since he, like the possibility of him getting in was floated last Monday. And I wrote a story on Monday and said, look, if he gets in, Ole Miss will be a major player for him. And he's coming in for a visit this week. And I'll say what I said on this podcast. I think it was Thursday. I think Walter Nolan is yeah. going to be an Ole Miss Rebel. And for me, if and when Walter Nolan pops and chooses Ole Miss over Oregon, maybe it's after, before, during his visit. And I think the visit starts. When does the visit start? What's the day? Don't know yet. I'm trying to confirm that. I'm talking with Pete and I think Chad. it might be tomorrow. Maybe. I know uh, David Johnson of 247 Sports said Friday. Oh. But I'm not okay. sure. Again, my theory was they might try to bring him in like they did with Umami Ellen, where it's just him. So it can be an all-hands-on-deck approach that like they sense. did with Cam Franklin. And Princely Umami Ellen. I'm just saying his name constantly to, to you know. It's re repetition. I Look, I, I just Frame want – I selfishly want it to happen so I can just make Prince jokes and use Prince gifts all the time. Well, yes. Because Prince I is want Walter Nolan to happen because Ole Miss – I mean, that's the biggest need of space-eating – friggin' three tech that would step in and start plug him, play him beside JJ Pegues. And if you get Jared Ivy back, which is a possibility, even better. Uh Cedric Johnson. Mommy Ellen is a so he's a gone. crazy, crazy versatile dude. He he did a lot of um coming off the edge at Florida, but he also played some stand up like a like a basically like a like a uh like a souped up Kari Coleman. Well think about it this way. He's leaving Florida which historically has been a better program than Ole Miss. In 2023, he is voluntarily leaving Florida and is on the verge of becoming an Ole Miss Rebel because Ole Miss is closer to truly competing for a national championship. Again, if you're on the fence about really doing your part and getting involved, no, this is the time. This is the time. All hands yeah. on deck. So Walter Nolan, he's coming in. Uh, David says this weekend, I'll take his word for it. All this stuff is blurring together for me. If it is this weekend and – he le he leaves without a commitment, maybe something. But I, I think this is this is going to happen. And uh, Ole Miss has a good relationship. I was told with the family. He's originally from Olive Branch. He understands how he addresses their biggest need. Um, Walter Nolan is 
absolutely one to watch. And if it does pop, oh, uh, and we'll get to that in a second because I if People all these things mad. happen, oh yeah, Texas A and M fans were they were pissed enough when you and I dared to even float the possibility he was going to get in. Oh God, how dare someone even utter? Oh, he's ours. He's our Aggie. Leave him alone, linebacker. Sam Brumfield from MTSU Ole Miss has offered. I know nothing about Sam Brumfield. Do you? I do. Good player. Talked with a couple of coaches at MTSU. Loved him on their roster in the locker room. They said he was a leader. Said that he would be a, quote, dude wherever he goes. Came to Ole Miss quickly after the offer. Loved it. Uh, you can read the interview uh, with him at omspirit.com. I think he was wanting to kind of pump the brakes a tad and maybe take a couple visits just to see what else is out there. Um, but I do wonder if with the addition of Poopal, if things might have changed for him. Uh, I know there could be some other guys that are out there uh, that could get in the portal, have gotten in the portal that they might reach out to, but um, they offered and they brought him in for an official visit. So I think the staff likes him, but maybe a chance of over-recruiting at the at the position. Um, I don't think it's necessarily over-recruiting. Here's the thing about that position, and it's something that I don't think we gave enough credit to Ole Miss going into the offseason. Sonny P, the only reason he didn't play a lot toward the end of the year was not because of the narrative stuff that I've been kind of spewing in regards to freshmen not playing. He was not – because that was not the reason. He was hurt. And now he's getting healthy, and he's a big part of their plans for next year, be it as a starting linebacker right beside – who Paul or as that star position, kind of like what Tony mm -hmm. Connor was running. If he can't gain weight, if he does gain enough weight, hell, he could be an edge. But Sonny P is a big part of this. But someone that's forgotten that again was yeah. a headliner, and because they got him in the boat, and now well, now I've had him for three seasons. Kari Coleman is a hell of a returning linebacker because <laughs> he's a converted edge that was a first round projection when he transferred from TCU to Ole Miss as an edge, and that's because. You know, people would do their own projections and whatever. I don't think he was really a first-round edge talent. But the production as an All-American as a freshman at TCU would lead you to believe he was that kind. And he's been really good for Ole Miss for two seasons. And something that I think has changed materially about not just Ole Miss football, but college football in 2023, we all bemoan the fact that so much is lost about personal attachment to the programs and, and the players in the age of NIL because of player freedom of movement and um, them finally being compensated fairly. Having said that, look at Ole Miss's roster. Ole Miss is not just hiring hired guns every single year. It's not Yes, they're completely overhauling half their roster seemingly every single year, but you're seeing a, a change. You're seeing a turn this year because the legwork and the progressive philosophical, you know, kind of approach that Lane Kiffin and, and his staff took to the portal from jump in 2020 during COVID, that is starting to pay dividends now. While other programs that maybe were a little reticent to to get on board are having to dip their toes in, in competitive waters and delaying their pursuits at other areas. Ole Miss is getting out in front in its biggest needs, edge, linebacker, offensive Damn. line, wide receiver. But they've got multi-year returners, even though they were transfers, multi-year returners at quarterback. Jackson Dart will be here his third year. Jordan Watkins, his third year. Trey Harris, his second. This is what – I mean – Lane Kiffin has threaded the needle, right, of balancing what college football is now, but also not forgetting, and I don't think it is baked in or planned as far as going after these guys, but 
Ole Miss fans will remember Jackson Dart. You might not remember Zach Evans. <laughs> you might not remember a one-year guy that comes and goes. But as far as Ole Miss is concerned, that is a, that is not a good example, a good representation of how Ole Miss has utilized the portal in, compare, in comparison to the rest of the sport. Ole Miss has multi-year transfer starters everywhere. The reason why they're so well-positioned to go and attack these needs, Walker Howard is backing Jackson Dart up, and if he leaves, he has to sit out a year. He is locked in to this roster. So getting that done when they got it done and preparing for 2024 to really just reinforce a playoff roster, I just got to tip my hat to Lane Kiffin and staff. It's also, been killer. And these guys, I mean, originally, I remember talking to Jordan Watkins in front of the end at Ole Miss two years ago. You know, thinking about leaving, I'm like, oh, God, this Louisville wide receiver, maybe he'll come in. Well, that Louisville wide receiver has now been at Ole Miss, well, now I've been at Ole Miss longer than he was at Louisville. So he's an Ole Miss Rebel. He's three years in. Jackson Dart, same thing. He's not a USC Trojan or former USC Trojan. He's an Ole Miss Rebel. He's been playing at Ole Miss. We'll go be playing for his third season going into Ole Miss next year. So I, I don't know, man. I just think that what has made Ole Miss be so successful and get to this place is because – Lane Kiffin, Walker Jones with the Grove Collective, all those guys, they got out in front of it, and the long-term roster building has brought them to a point where we are today where you're just seeing, I love it when a plan comes together. You know what I mean? And the plan is coming together. Uh, speaking of the plan coming together, we, we would be remiss if we didn't mention TJ Dudley will be playing next year alongside the other linebackers. So uh, a four-star guy that Clemson recruited and signed, um yeah we he cannot... was a big ad last year everybody's talking about what well, can you get him eligible so he can potentially start and because of how frantic the nature is of this recruitment i mean it's, it's, it's a very truncated time period so you forget about a tj dudley i forgot about chris Gray's by the end of the year then i saw who was 32 oh yeah yep. and chris yeah, Gray. The, we talked about the needed... from miami yeah we talk about the needed corner and there is a need deandre prince and amari walton are both graduating after the peach bowl and going pro and then they go get the Illinois transfer, <laughs> Taz Nicholson. Great dude, by the way. And they're going to get more guys, and they're targeting more that we're going to touch on here. But Chris Graves, TJ Dudley, these are names of guys that, one, are talented and were big lands and the guys we covered like crazy this time last year. But also, they're locked into the roster. They're locked in. They're not going anywhere. They have figured out how to play it short-term and long-term has Ole Miss to build the best roster possible, and they deserve a ton of credit. So, yeah, yeah. DJ and Dudley, Kari Coleman, Sonny P, Chris Poop. Yeah. I mean, Chris Paul is going to step in and start from day one. Day one. Yeah. He is – I mean, you and I were standing next to him, and I'm not going to lie to you. Both of us are like, dude, he's <laughs> – we'll be honest with everybody right here on the podcast. Me and Zach both, after we got done talking, we're like, dude, he's he's legit. He's going to be very. Legit. Very, uh, very good handshake. Uh, oh, yeah. Very firm. You know, hands, firm hands still hurts. Um, what I could do, uh, if there was any kind of, you know, broken fingers, you know, maybe a, a fracture, um, you know, talking about plans coming together, could call Drew Moke at USA Benefits oh Group 601 953 8449. Cut those health insurance premiums by as much as 20 to 30 percent. Call Drew. You're aging into Medicare, help finding a Medicare supplement plan. It, look, he's an Ole Miss grad. He's located in Mississippi, but he's also licensed in seven states. He works with the nation's second largest health insurance brokerage. He's got access to 35 different carriers. He can help you with any of your health insurance needs. It's dental, vision, regular health plans, life insurance, Medicare, all of that. He's got it covered. So 
now more than ever, it, it as I say all the time, it's crucial to have a health insurance agent who's local and accessible. Drew is both. Get your free quote today. Call him 601-953-8449 or visit usabg.com slash D-M-O-A-K. Also, Homefield Apparel, 12 days of Homefield still going on. Check out homefieldapparel.com. They got uh, specials on dad hats going right now. Go get you a dad hat for uh, hoop season, for bowl season, for Christmas. Buy some gifts for some folks. Look, don't stop at dad hats. Go check out the Ole Miss collection. Get you some nice, comfortable T-shirts, maybe a bomber jacket, maybe a quarter zip, joggers, all of that and more, homefieldapparel.com. Make sure to use promo code TOC23, 15% off your first purchase. Also, if you're looking for Christmas presents, uh, Peach Bowl tickets, I was told by OMAF, which also sponsors this podcast, the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Peach Bowl tickets are available, still available, OleMissTix.com, OleMissTix.com. So check yeah. them out. Get your Peach Bowl tickets. Give them as a good uh, gift for Christmas for your Ole Miss loving family. And uh, include it with that bomber jacket you buy from Homefield Apparel. That's a good yeah. idea. Go to, go to College Corner. Or College Corner. Yeah. They got Realtree. They got Bowl Gear. What's our Old College Gear's... Corner promo code? I got to get Scott on that. We don't have one. But. What? I was go shopping the other day. And I was like, I'm not going to buy any of this stuff. Because I, I, <laughs> I was doing some Christmas shopping online. And I was about to purchase. I was like, I can't remember what our, our Talk of Champions promo code is. Dang it. Uh yeah, I I'll, I'll get one from him. Um but yeah, they've got bowl gear rolling People in. On it. They've got some gear, man. Yeah, real tree, they got peach bowl, they got hats, they got pennants, shirts, all of that at College Corner Sisk Avenue in Oxford, Mississippi. You can also go to the website, buy online if that's better for you if you're not local. Um they got locations in Jackson as well if you're in that area, but yeah. Go check out collegecorner.com or go to the store, the brick and mortar in Oxford for your Peach Bowl swag. We got to get us a promo code for Talk of Champions because I'm telling you, there was like a, a T-shirt hoodie that I was like, my brother would love that for Christmas. Had just sip right there. And uh, I was, uh, no, I'm going to use my promo code, God dang it. And now you tell me we don't got well, College Corner. I know you're listening. We got to get that promo code for the people. Darius Smith is a linebacker. Ole Miss had early interest in, hadn't heard anything on him lately. The transfer from Georgia, Jackson Bratton from UAB. Ole Miss has not offered him, hadn't heard a lot on him lately. But going to defensive back, touched on Taz Nicholson's commitment, how big it is as Ole Miss is losing two starting corners after the Peach Bowl. But other candidates, and we're going to include the safeties in this too, because there are a lot of cornerback guys we have listed on the on the hot list, the transfer portal hot list from the Ole Miss Spirit. So we're just going to go over defensive backs, not just corners and safeties. Taz Nicholson is in the boat. Upton Stout was a name I heard early on in the transfer corner from Western Kentucky. I think He's that's cool. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool on Ole Miss's end, though. Corey Thornton from Central Florida got in last week. He's already been offered. And as far as I know, because I was told, hey, Ben, if this kid gets in, watch out for Ole Miss. And he's in. So until I'm told otherwise, I'm going to say it. Watch out for Ole Miss. Uh, Jermon McCoy from Oregon State has been offered, according to the hot list. I know little or nothing about him. Tell me something. Uh, Oregon State guy, I haven't heard much since the offer, um, but obviously played for Jonathan Smith at Oregon State, so you know that if he plays for that defense, he's a dude. Um, really stout defense all year. Um, I, I think 
didn't get enough credit for how good of a defense it was all throughout the year. They kind of ran out of steam uh, towards the end of the season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, good size at six foot, 180. Uh, I think he could be a dude that could come in and plug and play. I, I think they're also waiting on John Saunders, Sean Gaddy, um, Dejon Anthony. What's, you know, what are they wanting to do? That You know, those are some dudes that that might wait to hear back from some NFL draft. Scout folks. I will rank game. in terms of most likely to return to least likely of those three, if you'd like. Okay, real quick. McCoy at Oregon State, 31 tackles this year. Seven passes defended and two picks. Uh, he was a shutdown corner for the Beavers. But not uh, a lot yeah. right now that we're hearing Ole Miss's side for him. It, right for yeah. mostly, mostly for cornerback, it's Taz Nicholson, Corey Thornton. Yeah. And... And listed as a safety, but Lewis Moore, super yeah. versatile, can play all over the place. Um, another guy that's versatile, Brandon Turnage. I know Ole Miss values his position versatility. They think that uh, he can play all five positions in the secondary, and they like him as well. Brandon Turnage, old recruiting friend of the Ole Miss spirit and Ole Miss fans in general. He's originally from Lafayette. He was in the 2019 class, went to Bama. Ole Miss wanted him out of high school. Ole Miss wanted him when he transferred from Bama. And now you're telling me Brandon Turner is finally going to be an Ole Miss Rebel? Is that what you're saying? It's the uh, – who sings it? Um, Diddy. What is what? Coming oh. home. Oh, okay. Skylar Gray. Okay, sure. Tell the world I'm coming home. Let the rain wash away all the pain of yesterday. Maybe okay. Brandon Turner is coming home. Okay. All right. Key Lawrence from Oklahoma safety. <laughs> I expect that. No love for Diddy money? Do you, you, I don't think we need to be talking. Wait, we're talking about Diddy P Diddy. Yeah, he just goes by Diddy now. Yeah, you know what's going on with Diddy right now, right? Uh oh, is he getting canceled? Oh, he's not getting canceled. He canceled himself, bro. <laughs> I mean, he's. Let's just put it this way: as, uh oh, as my guy in Doctor Strange said, Mordo said in Strange in uh, Doctor Strange, the bill always comes due. You know what I mean? All right, Key Lawrence from Oklahoma safety. Oh boy, just did a Google. Okay. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. You really want right. to still Sorry. talk about I... Diddy? Yeah, it's not <laughs> yeah. just all about the Benjamins, is it? Key Lawrence from Oklahoma, the safety. He uh, visited Ole Miss last week. I expect that to happen. Andrew Mukuba from Clemson. We've touched on already. Uh, I don't think that's going to happen, but Ole Miss is in it. Maybe, maybe this weekend <clears throat> he might visit. Um, yeah, we'll see. He he's got some other suitors, but I, I think. In a perfect world, Ole Miss will bring him in this weekend. We'll see if he shows. And Jake uh, Thompson, our coworker at the Ole Miss Spirit, OMSpirit.com, and Foodable on three, he actually wrote a story because he got tipped about the schedule release. And he ran it. He said, I think this is the schedule for next year. We tried to get it to confirm. Of course, I was going to say it. But then last night on the Manning cast of Monday Night Football, the Mannings announced one of those games was, in fact, confirmed. That's LSU for October 12th, I think. So – the schedule is is getting locked in. We think we know what it is. Check it out. Jake wrote the story, like I said, at the Ole Miss Spirit. We think we, we, we know what the schedule is. We think we know what it will be official tomorrow. Okay. So official schedule coming yeah. tomorrow. So that that's happening. And also for, with recruiting happening, we're lot we're get, we're really locking in or seeing it what's locked in here as what Ole Miss is going to look like in 2024. And I'm gonna put it on the screen. Zach can't see it, but here is the projected depth chart with these guys we think are going to be Ole Miss Rebels, both on offense and defense. I've included Walter Nolan, even though he hasn't committed. I've included Princely, even though he hasn't committed. Uh, included Jerquan Scott, even though he hasn't committed yet. We think 
all three of them right now are on commitment watch to Ole Miss. Juice Wells, I included him as well. I don't know how I feel about Juice right now. I, I really thought he had committed by now. I don't know if that means nothing or whatever. It, it's been so crazy hot and heavy. It seems like every hour a new big development happens. And, I mean, yesterday on the Spirit, it was crazy the amount of content that we put up. I looked at it at the end of the day. I was like, my God, man. I had to figure out a way to consolidate on the message board. But having said that, uh, I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what I feel about Juice right now other than Ole Miss, as of yesterday, said, yeah, still in the driver's seat. It's going to happen before uh, – it's going to happen at some point. But um, I don't know. I just thought it would happen by now. So I included Juice Wells as well. You see the depth chart, Ole Miss fans. Zach does not. But considering what Ole Miss could land, has landed, and is returning when you project it with the schedule that has been not officially but will be officially released this week, where do you look at almost very early December 12th projections? As far, is this a playoff team? Because I, I don't think it's just a playoff team. I think if it, if it turns out just as you're seeing on the screen right now, almost fan, if it ends up that way, and it might not, but if it ends up that way, and I ran it as a two deep, I typed it out myself. If it ends up that way, it's far from official. That is a national championship contender. That is a preseason top yeah, 10 yeah. team. I mean, that is pre. Preseason yeah. top ten with everything coming back now, and yeah. that's not including what they, what Ole Miss could get in the portal. I, I think Lane top this, to bottom starting roster that Ole Miss will have ever had comprehensively. Yeah, can say that. Outside of the hilarity of some of the teams with the loaded NFL guys that did nothing, um, yeah, I'd say with results versus on paper how good they could have been. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think Lane Kiffin's good enough of a coach. I think the staff is is good enough collectively. I mean, Pete Golding turned this defense into a top 25 unit in year one per SP+. Imagine what he can do in year two with returners and some plug-and-play portal guys. Um, I think the biggest thing for Ole Miss, the schedule is super friendly. You've got road games at LSU and Florida, but outside of that, you get Oklahoma at home, you get Georgia at home. Those are free shots. I would say Ole Miss right now beats Oklahoma at home. Uh, Georgia Probably not, but it's a free shot at home. Almost has been very good at home under Lane Kiffin. So, yeah, we talked about it on the show last week or two weeks ago. The, the quote, floor is probably nine and three. Uh, just go nine and three. I, look, you could get to the 12-team playoff at nine and three, depending on, you know, who you lose to. But, um, yeah, another 10 and two season, you're in the playoff. Right. And yeah. you're going to make somebody's life hell for a week preparing for Lane Kiffin and all of the – polarity that he has in his bag offensively and what he could potentially do with some of these portal pieces and what Pete Golding could do to people. Pete Golding has been crushing shit. First off, I think it was a ESPN's F and P rank. I can't remember some analytical ranking. Ole Miss finishing the top 25 on defense. That probably surprises some because there were still some issues all year, but Pete Golding passed every possible test in year one. And he continues to pass every pass every possible test as he enters year two. The recruiting job he's done, I mean, Lane Kiffin is the head man. He deserves all the credit in the world. But Pete Golding is right there in terms of what he's brought, the Walter Nolans and the linebackers they're recruiting that we've brought up. I mean, he's been instrumental. So, yeah, you think about that and you combine that with everything else. What have we been wanting as Ole Miss – Beat writers, people, fans, whatever, since we came into existence on this earth, for Ole Miss to truly have a chance to compete for a national championship. Folks, 
That's exactly what's happening. You have arrived at yeah. your destination. Now, what are you going to do about it? When history looks back and you say, all right, Ole Miss was on the precipice of doing the thing I've always wanted them to do. Yeah. How did you respond? Were you a bystander? Bystander? Or did you do your part? Because you can't you can't take these moments for granted. I, I know I sure as shit can't because I've never seen it before with Ole Miss, being where it is right now, recruiting, on-field results, the consistency, the pulling in one direction. So if you were on the fence, I've been saying it over and over, get on board because I think this is a playoff team. If they get done what we've talked about here, as we think they will, not only is this a playoff team, this is a national championship caliber team. Of course, they need injury, you know, luck and all those kind of things. Every single year, you got to have those. But on paper, the best Ole Miss team on paper entering a year that the school's ever produced. That's what it would be. If you if Ole yeah. Miss does this, what you're seeing on the screen, that's what it would be. Yeah, it's 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 about to be really fun. Um, mm -hmm. and just a quick non-Ole Miss related note: Zach Barnett of a uh, football scoop put out a story earlier and I agree with it right now, Dylan Rayola quarterback committed to Georgia. They're looking like he's going to flip to Nebraska, Nebraska. Legacy at Nebraska. I think that's good for college football. I love it. I think it's great. Like a dude like that football. to go to Nebraska, a great, you know, once storied program that is in the gutter. Let, let, let that guy go out there and try to start something new. Don't go to Georgia and just be the next guy. Like go do your own thing. And Everybody was worried with the advent of the of the transfer portal and NIL that the rich were just going to get richer. No, nope. no, that has not happened. That's not what happened. The old misses of the world they they smelled blood in the water, sensed blood you, in the water, and said, "Hey, this is an opportunity here. We just got to get organized." And Ole Miss is organized, and it's uh, the fruit, you know, is bearing out on the recruiting trail and also on the field. I mean, this is unprecedented yeah. times, man. It's it's surreal in a lot of ways. But it's never been more fun. So come join us at the Ole Miss Spirit, omspirit.com and Food of On Three. I work there and right there. Zach works there and writes there, talks there here on the Ole Miss Spirit um, Talk of Champions Podcast Network. This is hashtag not committed, but we have other shows too. The flagship, uh, Zach's many shows like Hit That Line and Daytime Fireworks with our buddy David Brandt. All you need to do to listen to these shows is um, in your podcast store, be it iTunes, Spotify soundcloud whatever simply search talk of champions and that's where you'll find us and when you do get there leave us a five-star review doesn't matter what you say as long as it's five stars it's an exciting time zachary i enjoyed it man it we'll do it again uh tell the people you know what to be looking out for on the spirit in the coverage to come in the co next couple of days yeah i think there's going to be uh at least one commitment maybe two uh, in the next couple of days and then we've got Mississippi Alabama All Star Game this weekend. We'll have some coverage from that. Probably be tag teaming with with Chad Simmons, Sam Spiegelman. There'll be some on three guys down there for that. Um, the main one to keep an eye on, obviously AJ Maddox, who will be down there. Ole Miss commits will be there. They will be working on him, trying to get him to flip and make it official. Uh, I anticipate him coming to some kind of decision, probably around this time next week, uh, maybe sooner. I think he wants to go play in that with his friends try to get another dub before his high school career ends, and then he will decide. I like Ole Miss's chances. Uh, several other people do as well. Keewen Lacey will be announcing on Thursday. I like Ole Miss's chances there. Mm -hmm. uh, it's an exciting time for Ole Miss. Recruiting is is really, really buzzing. No never better been time. more fun, man. I mean, never been more recruiting. It's great. 
Probably not since 2013, 2016, when it was just yeah. hit after hit. But just, uh, yeah, just no better banger time. after banger after banger, man. And tomorrow just, on the Talk of Champions podcast network, the man who has been at the heart of it and right there in the mix doing his part, Walker Jones, who runs the Grove Collective, he's going to come on. He's going to join me for the flagship. So Walker Jones tomorrow morning here on the Talk of Champions podcast network to keep this train rolling, man. Check out the Grove Collective. Check out the Ole Miss Spirit. Check out the Talk of Champions Podcast Network. And Zach and I will be back later this week. Good talking to you, my friend. We'll do it again. Get pumped. It's a good time. We will continue to stand on business, Ben. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.